I was really fortunate to grow up in a in a large family. I have five siblings, and my dad was home every night for dinner. And I remember talking to him about his day, hearing about what went on. But the guy never missed dinner. Sure, he got up super early. I think it was he was out the door in the four o'clock hour, but he never missed dinner. He never worked late. And that's something that when I brought to Cure Home, I I said I'm I'm not going to miss dinner. And our office is a ghost town at five o'clock. We start early. There's it's rock and rolling at seven a.m. But at five o'clock, that place is empty, and I'm at home. I'm having dinner with my family. If I'm still working past five, I get a friendly little reminder that uh, dinner's on the stove, and and uh, yeah. she's gonna start. They're gonna eat without me, so yeah. I I boogie out. But our our company is quiet, and and sometimes I do jump on afterwards when the when the kids in bed or something like that. We you know we all we all have to at times, but I don't miss that quality time with my family, and I think that. You instill that, and then when Hans comes on, he doesn't work late either because you know that's not we don't do that here, and it and it creates a culture of we are a family-owned company, and we value the people that work at our company, and that means that we have to value their family as well. This is the Buffalo Community Podcast, all about the greatest small town in the USA, the people in it, and how it all works together. Here are your hosts. Tyler Reese, and Mark Benzer. Hey, everybody. We are back for the Buffalo Community Podcast. We've got Cura Home Maintenance. We've got Daniel and Hans here to talk about uh, everything that you should be doing in your home. Exactly. I'm sure you already are. Yeah. Well, yeah. We all, No, right? no, no. I you mean, need these guys. <laughs> you need these guys. Tyler, but, be honest. If people were doing it, we wouldn't have a business. Right. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I've been in enough homes to see that it's definitely needed. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah. Take a second to introduce yourself, and uh, and we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, for sure. I'm Daniel. I am the founder of Cure Home. Started in 2016. Service Buffalo, Wright County area here, based out of Plymouth. But uh, Hans and I both live and breathe in the Buffalo area here, so excited to be on cure home we visit our clients homes typically it's once a quarter we just do everything you're supposed to be doing as the perfect homeowner so that's 32 different services from cleaning your dryer vents ac units refrigerator coils we provide and change all your filters deliver your softener salt all those things sure. that you know you don't want to be doing on a saturday morning you don't want to be standing in menards or home depot trying to remember what size filter you have we just take care of everything for you at an affordable price we also offer one-time services like air duct cleaning dryer vent cleaning and ac unit cleaning you're a fast talker you could be like one of those end of the commercial ones, like blah, 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 blah. So. yeah, micro well, machine man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. got to get in there. We're limited time here. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And where do you come in? So I, I handle all the sales, uh, kind of everything sales related, whether it's franchising or, or doing the routine maintenance estimates. Mm-hmm. I um, walk through clients' homes with them, doing that, and uh, so my schedule varies kind of on a daily basis. But we service the entire metro, so I'm I'm all over the metro. Sure. Um, Buffalo, Monticello, all over, um, doing estimates for in our clients' homes. Okay. Um, home maintenance. I'm going to jump right to it. Yeah. What's the one thing that is just a you see in every home that people knowingly neglect or don't know that they should be doing? Yeah, it's hard to narrow it down to one, but in every single home that has an air exchanger, people have no idea what that is. So I'll tell you, it's a box that's hanging in a utility room. They're usually about two by two by three feet and it's usually white it's hanging in your utility room that yeah. is an air exchanger it brings <laughs> fresh air in from outside homes are built up you know as they're being and codes are becoming more and more strict right homes are becoming more efficient your home actually needs to breathe it needs fresh air that air exchanger has two filters on the outside of your home and intake and exhaust so that intake has like 
dust and pollen that builds up on that. So it prevents the air exchanger from working. Additionally, there's three filters on the inside of that air exchanger in your utility room. Those get really, really dirty if you're not cleaning them on a quarterly basis. That's always really gross, but things that make you almost want to gag, uh, yeah. dishwasher filters. I mean, we find all like people don't know it's there. And we've done videos where we walk through like Menards, Home Depot, whatever, and we flip every single dishwasher open and every single one of those dishwashers that are being sold today has a filter in it and homeowners don't know about it. They, they just neglect to take care of it. They, they don't know or they don't have time. I don't know about it. Right. Exactly. And that, and that's just the other two things. There's, we could go down the yeah, list of yeah. 32 items, right? The washing machine filter, all the, all these filters, their manufacturers are, are designing things. And my favorite thing is you're talking to someone who's like, you know, in the nursing home, they're like, oh, things just aren't built the way they used to be. It's like, uh, maybe we just don't maintain things the way we used to. And for that reason, they don't live up to as long as the manufacturers tell you they're going to last. And sure. And so if we're maintaining these items, your appliances can run more efficiently and they're not going to break down and they should last as long as the manufacturer tells you that they're going to last. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I was, uh, I always enjoy those, uh, the very nitty gritty duct cleaning videos. Yeah. That's the, yeah, that's another one that people just, it's like people compare it to like the Dr. Pimple popper yeah. because we're getting all this stuff out of there <laughs> and it's so gross and you don't even realize it, right? It's an area that you don't really look. It's, it's almost like when you change your oil, you don't really see how dirty it is. You know, you're not looking at your oil all the time, but you use this vehicle every single day. Same for your house. You're using every day. You don't look in your air ducts. You're not looking at these filters. And all of a sudden we come in and we just kind of bring it open, bring it to light. And it's like, wow, I had no idea all that stuff. If you haven't cleaned your air ducts in the last three to four years, or you've had something new, like a new home, a new construction project, a new furnace, any of those things that like create dust or you're changing things up. Yeah. If you haven't cleaned your air ducts since then, you, we're going to find some really good stuff in your air duct yeah. system <laughs> that you have no idea is even there. And people love that visual. They can actually see it as we clean each individual air duct in the house. You can see all that junk coming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the, what's the most odd thing that you have found in one of those things? We find all sorts of things in air ducts. And, and a lot of times people, we, have, we do a lot on social media and we get comments on there all the time. Like, hey, this must be a staged video. It's just our technicians cleaning, you know, dozens and dozens of air duct jobs every single day. Sure. And they just grab their phone quick and then record a quick little video. But we find dead mice. We found dead rabbits in air ducts before. Rabbits? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. There'll be cat, Every animal. You know, cats and dogs that uh, urinate in, in the air ducts. And you can see, you know... Um, toys, um, food. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. We've found lizards in there, like the pet iguana or whatever that got out and oh, it, it's dead. So we like get the skeleton out birds, um, Tom's point. But I would say the, the most unique thing that we've ever found that had to like get escalated all the way up to us is in, um, at our Denver location, we found a gun in an air duct and it was like from the 1930s. So sure. at that point it's like, and the homeowner's like, I just moved here. I, I have no idea <laughs> yeah. what that is. So you have to yeah. get law enforcement involved and, and we've found wads of cash and the homeowners are ecstatic about it. So, and the yeah. technicians get a really nice tip on those jobs. Sure. So, cool. um, but yeah, cash and gun and then, but it's almost jewelry. Yep. Some, jewelry, some moments yeah. of, Oh my gosh. Diamond I, earring. Yeah, yeah. We found that and gave it to the homeowner and they're like, yeah. we've been here for 15 years and nobody's ever lost one. And, and they're like, go ahead and keep it. And our technicians are like, nope, it's <laughs> yeah. yours. Like, I don't even have yeah. my ears pierced. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And we had a unique job where someone lost jewelry and, and they had us come in and clean the air ducts in, our, in an effort to try and find it. So we cleaned the entire system with a brand new HEPA vacuum filter. Mm -hmm. And we, in the driveway, you know, completely spread everything out. We're looking for the, for the jewelry in that. So we've had, 
really unique situations over yeah. time. They don't happen every day, but yeah, finding a, I think the gun was probably the coolest like a handgun from the thirties, 1930s, 1930s sure, was, right. was a really unique situation, especially in Denver. It's, I don't know, I kind of feel like it's a wild, wild west, you know, yeah. I'm not sure all those people are like, it's a, a long time ago <laughs> for yeah. Denver. I mean, yeah. I, who knows if a cowboy ever lived there, but it's funny <laughs> yeah. to imagine. Right. Yeah. Fill right. in the blank. Yeah, exactly. Know. That's right. Do you get, do you get some people, um, I would imagine there's some health benefits to this, you know, where maybe people are suffering from allergies or something and they're not attributing it to uh, air ducts or, you know, what have you. But I would, do you get comments like that? Some, some tangible health benefits that people notice? Yeah, hundred percent. We just got a Google review a few days ago. It was a lady who was in one of my networks. She talked to me and she said, we just moved into a townhome. And about six months ago, my husband has never had a sick day in his life. But in the last six months, he's had to call in three times. We don't know what it is. We're really clean people and, you know, what's going on. And so we came in and we cleaned the air ducts. And, A, they were, like, you know, YouTube-worthy. There was cleaning. a lizard in there. It wasn't quite a lizard. It was worse. It was mold, right? So yeah. so we come in. These people are actually missing work because they're so sick, sick. They're having breathing issues. And we clean the air ducts, get a ton of dust. But also, because we do the routine maintenance side of our company, we're checking out all the filters in the home and the humidifier filter, which unfortunately a home inspector told them, you don't need to change this, just turn it off. It, the moisture in there actually turned into mold and the air is still filtering uh -huh. through the humidifier filter, that water pad. All the air is still filtering through that in your home. And so all those mold spores are being pushed through the home. That paired with the dirty air ducts and we turned the air ducts, the, we cleaned our air ducts about three weeks ago, and she just left us a review saying how much better they feel, and it's just significant improvement in their air quality. So we don't have, I don't have scientific proof that I'm going to come in today, and your air ducts, you're going to like suddenly be in like an air fresh commercial running around through yeah, a meadow sure. breathing, Running right? a six-minute mile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. However, depending on the severity of your home, and like if you're really sensitive to dust, and we come in and we get your air ducts clean and get all that dust out, you're going to be breathing better. You're, you're, I think of a home, the HVAC system, similar to your heart, right? You've got blood going out and blood coming in and all circulates. That's the same way that the furnace works with your air ducts. It's pumping air out and pulling it back in, and it's floating through that your entire house. So by cleaning the air ducts, getting that dust out of there, we're removing that dust, the allergens. Like if you're allergic to pets and you just bought a new home and the last person had like three huskies running around inside the house. You might as well have one. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep, because yeah, that's still circulating through the home. So it really depends on the severity of your sensitivity. But if you're sneezing when your furnace kicks on or like you're sitting there now with like it's finally the sun is shining in <laughs> in the area and you sit there yeah. and you're like. Hopefully by the dust. time this airs, it is. Sure. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> yeah. by the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so and you see just dust lingering in your air. That's We're going to get all that dust out of your air duct system and into our HEPA vacuums out of your house. Excellent. You you mentioned you have a few locations, mm -hmm. and and I do kind of want to get to your personal lives, just kind of get to know sure. you guys a little bit more. Um, you said uh, Denver, Atlanta, and Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Correct. Um, why those areas? Yeah, for sure. We launched the uh, Denver the Denver location first, just because of the similarity of the demographics, com Minneapolis compared to Denver. It's growing really fast. Similar people live there, similar demographics. And if something were to go wrong, we could get there really fast. You know, usually there's flights every couple hours there. We've never had to just because of the, the person that we have sure. there running is does a really good job. So it's it's um, more simplistic. But we we launched Denver. That went well. So then we launched Dallas, mostly because of the economy down in Dallas. Unfortunately, it was right before that huge ice storm hit. So we were like rock and rolling for a few weeks. An ice storm hit oh, in spring of 2021, and it really slowed things down. But from there, we launched Atlanta because Dallas went so well. Atlanta was most similar to uh, Dallas. 
Sure. So we have those three corporate locations open right now, but we're actually in the process of we're going to switch those two franchises and offer those as franchises because we can now sell uh, franchises at any state in the U.S. Sure. And just for people, if they are interested in franchising part, is, I mean, I'm assuming that here, yes, you get this five-county metro area or X amount. Is there any any information you can divulge on that? Yeah, for sure. Right now, it's the initial package that you could buy in. We can give a lot of information. You sure. could buy you could buy a location. <laughs> I'll stop you when I'm done listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can bore you to death with numbers. <laughs> yeah. You could buy a location for $45,000. That gets you the entire, the answer book, our 600-page manual that tells you how, literally how to answer the phone to how to like finish servicing a customer's home and everything in between, what scripts to use, how to problem solve. Yeah. It tells you that the garbage disposal was invented in 1927 in Racine, Wisconsin. I'm talking every little detail that you'd ever want to know is in that. And that gives you a population of 250,000 people, two weeks of training here, everything you need to know. And then we're walking side by side with you as a franchisee, equipping you to be successful in your market. Sure. Cool. Hunt, I kind of going back to like the air duct cleaning side. Um, I don't know where I heard this or even if this is true, but uh, not, uh, not all air duct cleaning services are created equally. Uh, I was always paranoid about hiring an air, air duct cleaning service that that was essentially not doing what I needed it to right. do. Is that true? I mean, is there companies better than others in terms of equipment and being thorough with that? Certainly. Um, we are NACA certified. National Air Duct Cleaning Association is what that stands for. It's the highest standard that you can have in the air duct cleaning business. It's not required in Minnesota for us to have it, but we felt it very valuable for us to to do that. And it's a pretty lengthy testing process for us to go through in order to get that certification. Sure. Uh, but to your point, yes, there's, what, Daniel, three or four really common ways that uh, companies clean air ducts. The system we use is called a RAM air system. So we're not sending anything towards your furnace. We're not hooking up a huge vacuum next to your furnace and sucking all of that garbage and dust and everything down towards your furnace. We are pulling everything away from the furnace using reverse blasting air and a HEPA vacuum. So nothing goes down towards the furnace. We're pulling everything away from it. Uh, And we clean each line, both supply line and return line, and the main trunk lines. We clean those all individually, one at a time. So our process takes a little bit longer. We're certainly not the cheapest on the market. We're not trying to be. Uh, We're not the most expensive either, but our process, Daniel, you've you've tested and measured about every type of system that there is. Mm -hmm. We believe the way we clean it is is the most thorough way for our clients. We can guarantee that they're going to be clean. And then in, in turn with that, we recommend that they get them cleaned every three to four years mm-hmm. versus what a lot of other companies will say is is once a year, maybe every two years. Sure. So uh, there's pros and cons to each system, and, and we really like the system that we use. Daniel could probably touch on that a little bit more. But um, to, to long answer to a short question, yeah. yes, there are a number of different ways, and you want to research the company and uh, the system that they use uh, before hiring them. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, I think one thing that would benefit the listeners is is we actually have a few like blog posts on how to educate people and like really good questions to ask because we we would love it if you use our service, right? But at the end of the day, we want you to have a good experience with any air duct cleaning company. So some things that kind of split things up between like good, the bad, and the ugly is like how long is it going to take you to clean my my home. If you have a 2,000 square foot home, it should take about two to three hours for a company that's coming and doing a quality job job to clean those air ducts for you. If they're there for half an hour, I don't care if you're lightning man, like it, it's not being done correctly, right? I've talked to guys who've been in the industry for 25, 30 years, and they're like, you give me like a broom and a shop vac, and I can clean these air ducts better than some of these rookies. So it kind of comes down to the training that you're putting this to Hans point where NACA certified, all of our people go through a really thorough 
air to clean process. And I also think it comes down to the business. For me as an owner, I grew up in a family owned business. I watched my parents make dozens and dozens of business, business decisions based on the theory of 100% of the truth, 100% of the time. And that's what we do. We're not here to bait and switch, low price in, high price out. We quote you over the phone. We confirm and every single client signs off on the price before we get started. This is the price to thoroughly clean your air ducts. There's not like a good, better, best option. Like right. we just want to come in and do a really good job. We don't want to give you like, yeah, but for $99, we could like do a little bit better yeah, job. Do, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's <laughs> try one, a little bit harder. Yeah, exactly. So tons of different systems out there. I think it really comes down to the system that you're using and the person that shows up at your house. Are they trained in to do a really awesome job? And are, is that the, the value that they believe in? Or are they just here really quick to make a, a fast buck? Mm, sure. Well, let, let's, let's bring it down to the personal level. You guys both live here. Um, Hans, let's start with you. Yeah, I actually bought a house that you listed uh, here in town, um, <laughs> right across from Target about a year and a half ago. Uh, my wife and I, um, we actually grew up in the same town, Litchfield, as Daniel did. And uh, my wife and I are both from Litchfield. We've been in Buffalo for about six years now. Uh, we have four young children. Uh, two of them are school age, and uh, two of them are not quite school age yet. So live here in town, go to school here, do a lot of business here, and, and you and I see each other about every Friday morning Absolutely. at Caribou. So uh, we love Buffalo. Great community. We're planning on being here for a long time. Very fun. We've had a lot of people from Litchfield on the podcast. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, probably close to 10 now. They're good people. Good yeah, that's people right. come yeah, out of Litchfield. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, they're definitely interesting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why we, yeah. it's we the need Litchfield more, green. Yeah, yeah, we need more dragons on here. Yeah, that's what right. we need. Yeah. Litchfield green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I live, um, I, I, we live and breathe in, in Buffalo, live on the north side of Delano, so not quite over here. But the school, my, my back door neighbor is in the Buffalo School District, so I, I feel like I'm qualified to be on. Yeah, but by yeah, association. Yeah, exactly. So we lived there for about three years, um, moved west from the, even though our company is based on the metro, we love the small town feel. Um, so we came out here. My wife and I have our sons, two in July. We have another one coming in August. So congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. Super, super excited. We're trying to catch up with Hans here with his four, but, but we'll, <laughs> yeah. yeah, slowly but surely we'll, we'll get there. Sure, sure. Now, as, as it sounds like family men growing business, I mean, is that, uh, how does the family react to that? I mean, it seems like it's unpredictable, uh, but very predictable. I mean, it's just, how's that deal with it? With yeah. Growing family. I was really fortunate to grow up in a, in a large family. I have five siblings and my dad was home every night for dinner. And I remember talking to him about his day, hearing about what went on, but the guy never missed dinner. Sure. He got up super early. I think it was, he was out the door in the four o'clock hour, but he never missed dinner. He never worked late. And that's something that when I brought to cure home, I, I said, I'm, I'm not going to miss dinner. And our office is a ghost town at five o'clock. We start early. There's it's rock and rolling at 7am. But at five o'clock, that place is empty. And I'm at home, I'm having dinner with my family. If I'm still working past five, I get a friendly little reminder that uh, dinner's on the stove and, and uh, yeah. she's going to start, they're going to eat without me. So yeah. I, I boogie out, but our, our company is quiet. And, and sometimes I do jump on afterwards when the, when the kids in bed or something like that, we, you know, we all, we all have to at times, but I don't miss that quality time with my family. And I think that you instill that. And then when Hans comes on, he doesn't work late either because, you know, that's not, we don't do that here. And it, and it creates a culture of, we are a family owned company and we value the people that work at our company. And that means that we have to value their family as well. One of our client care coordinators, actually her daycare, I think ends around four. And so from four to five o'clock, we've got a, about a six month old baby hanging out in the office as well. So when yeah. I say we're family owned, it's, it, uh, it's, it's definitely, there's family there. Yeah. That's great. It's, it's relatable. I mean, it's, uh, 
yeah it, it's fun to hear that you know it's the um being at home dinner i mean we have we all have young kids and, mm-hmm. and i think that's a very very fun thing to see and actually be important like yeah i'd like to not have to work most definitely at five yeah right yeah yeah it can wait there's no emer- there's not emer- in our industry there's not an emergency right like no one calls us and they're like Nine one one. I need my air to clean tomorrow. Like that's right. that's not the case. There's no emergency. The phone. They can leave a voicemail. We'll the call lizard you back. is already dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hundred yeah. percent. We'll get it. Tomorrow. Your air yeah. filter is already dirty. Yes. Right. Sure. We'll yep. get, yeah. How about you, Hans? Uh, as far as being in, you know, what do you do for fun? What uh, What do you get? What occupies your time outside of work? Kids and probably right now Jeeps. I'm a I like tinkering with with jeep wranglers so i have a couple of them right now um and then hanging out with kids on and Mm -hmm. uh, family on the nights and weekends so they're involved in activities and i think our wives hang out on a on a decently or know each other pretty decent friends um we have similar age kids and so yeah it's normal stuff that parents with young kids do and and whatever the kids are doing that's right (laughs) yeah (laughs) playing chauffeur on tuesday nights to gymnastics and basketball and all that stuff so yeah 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 do you guys hire your, I mean, do the, do the uh, workers, do your maintenance staff, laborers work for you? Are they, and yeah. has that been a challenge, with, you know, with so many people having struggles with employment and things like that? Yeah, I mean, anyone who says they haven't struggled with attracting and maintaining high-quality team members is, is probably pretending or, or they have, like, a one person, one employee at their mm-hmm. company. We've definitely gone through our, our challenges. At the end of the day, we try really, really hard to be really respectful to the people that work at our company, respect some of our guys. I mean, they, they want to play a video game at 3 p.m. on a Friday afternoon, and we try to make that work for them, right? So try to work with people. We have found that um, using Indeed has worked really well for us to attract and then also having a few different um, job descriptions for the same job, right? So it might be, like, air duct cleaning technician, air duct cleaner, maintenance tech. And but all three have very are describing the job in a slightly different way. Yep, that's helped us. Another thing that's been really beneficial for us is if, if someone starts working at us for us, and then about two or three w- later, it's really common that all of a sudden their friend is applying as well because they like doing what we do. So I think it's treating every single person at a at a company, no matter what level you are. We treat these people with with respect and dignity. We really appreciate what they do. We try really hard to let them know that. Sometimes I fall a little short of that, but we're, we're trying, yeah, you know, sure. getting better. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a challenge for us. We can kind of play with the routine maintenance. We service about 560 homes in the Minneapolis metropolitan area. And so with that, that's reoccurring, right? If we see you today, we're going to be back in, in three months. Yeah. But with the air duct cleaning, a lot of people, it is a lot of referrals, but we can also kind of control that supply and demand with our marketing budget. So if we do slow down a little bit, we can pull back on that. But one thing that we've done since day one, after I got out of my garage, we had a few employees, is we try really hard to have 1.5 technicians on staff for each van. So if you have 10 vans running, we try to have 15 employees. And what that does is it makes it so that if a guy has a really big, a heavier scheduled day, we put two people on that. So now it's easy. You're back at the warehouse for 4, 35 o'clock. And if a guy calls in sick, we don't have to rescheduled jobs and we always have people that are in training so it's kind of a you keep people flowing through the system mm-hmm. you could run really lean and have 10 people for 10 jobs but you're gonna have to reschedule a day and now you have unsatisfied customers and and yeah. you don't want to go down that road sure you know, if i can really fascinating because I'm, I'm interested in about business i mean you built this from the ground up mm-hmm. and i'm just hearing so many different three descriptions for the same job i mean you're you're very very analytical 
Yeah. What did you do before this? Yeah, uh, I worked for um, a company. It's, it's local, it's Sparble. Um, they have about five different farms. They sell like six million chicken eggs a day. Yeah. Uh, that company is really, really awesome. And my main role was to create standard operating procedures, SOPs, on the processing side. So the egg comes in through the wall, and you've got this processing side, and, and we need to teach you how to do everything. Like, there's a certain way to put an egg carton in a box. And I put that on paper. Sure. A picture. <laughs> and a video and then had it translated over to Spanish. I mean, the whole works for every, from the moment that egg leaves until it's on the semi, it was documented. So if the entire place walked out, the next day we could train you in on all, it was all documented processed. Yeah. So creating a system is is super important to us. I always tell people, and I don't think this is the right way to say it, but I wanna be as lazy as possible. Like I, even though I love working, whatever, I don't wanna have to be like, oh, redo this, redo this. So let, let's create yeah. a process for it. And another thing that I've really tried hard to do, and I'm happy to do this, however, with the goal in mind of I don't want to answer the same question twice. Mm-hmm. Like if you're asking the question where, you know, hey, you know, how do I clean a garbage disposal, right? Let's create a system and process so that when a, a new person comes onto our team, they are trained in on it. So they just know they're equipped to be successful in their role. Yeah. So I am extremely analytical. I listen to an audiobook a week. I work with a business coach. I have I surround myself with really great people. I mean, Hans is part of this big time creating systems, creating processes. He's brought from his experience a ton of systems and processes in of just trying to we are growth orientated, we are growth minded. And to make it so that we can do that, you need systems and processes. You can't keep repeating the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. And over. And, and, and over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and over. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think it's fantastic. Is there anything that we didn't hit on that you'd like to let everybody know that's listening? You know, I don't know. I think it's, um, if you have any questions about maintaining your home, uh, Hans would be happy to come out. We, we provide a free walkthrough at your home, maintenance walkthrough, and we'll show you everything that we would maintain if we lived in your home. And you can pick and choose for those items, or you get a really nice report card sent to your home that literally tells you what you should be maintaining and how frequently, if you want to do it yourself. I mean, it's yeah. it's free, and you become a better homeowner right off the bat. So happy to do that. If you ever have any questions, we we love helping people. Follow us on all the social medias. We're, we're doing the TikTok thing and Instagram. We're, we're all over the place. Yeah. And uh, we TikTok love it. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're doing the dances. So follow us we love educating people if you want to hire us great but even if we just help you become a better homeowner that's our real goal we really want to help people live in a better well-maintained home we'd love to help you in any way that we can awesome well said well you're like ditto Ditto. (laughs) yeah yeah well i can't thank you enough for coming in it was great to learn a little bit more about it uh and i'm hoping that uh any of you guys, I forget which one I'm supposed to be looking at here, um, can reach out to Kira Home Maintenance and, and meet these guys. So for the Buffalo Community Podcast, I'm Tyler Reese. I'm Mark Benzer. Hans Hoag. Daniel Felt. Thanks for listening to the Buffalo Community Podcast, produced by Edlin Media. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube, as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts.